In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Joshua chapter 18, verses 1 through 7, where I'll ask the question, how did Joshua divide the land? Joshua 18, verses 1 through 7 says, When the whole congregation of the people of Israel assembled at Shiloh and set up the tent of meeting there, the land lay subdued before them. There remained among the people of Israel seven tribes whose inheritance had not yet been appointed. So Joshua said to the people of Israel, How long will you put off going in to take possession of the land, which the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you? Provide three men from each tribe, and I will send them out, that they may set out and go up and down the land. They shall write a description of it, with a view to their inheritances, and then come to me. They shall divide it into seven portions. Judah shall continue in his territory on the south, and the houses of Joseph shall continue in their territory on the north. And you shall describe the land in seven divisions and bring the description here to me, and I will cast lots for you here before the Lord our God. The Levites have no portion among you, for the priesthood of the Lord is their heritage. And Gad and Reuben and the half-tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance beyond the Jordan eastwards, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave them. The book of Joshua is largely a war journal. It's a journal of all the things that happened with the people of Israel as they entered into the promised land and were defeating their enemies. And what we see happening is that after they had defeated the major kings that were there among the people, after they had defeated all the armies that existed, the people of Israel were still encamped all together. And as they were there and they were encamped all together, they didn't know if they should go and start living in the land. They weren't exactly sure what they were supposed to do. And it isn't until Joshua starts to talk to them that they realize that now is the time we need to go into the land and actually possess it. We've defeated all the enemies, but now we need to go and begin living here in the promised land. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from Joshua chapter 18, verses 1 through 7, answering the question, how did Joshua divide the land? Thought number one, initiative. Joshua wants the people to take some initiative. He starts off with this question, uh, what are you guys waiting for? He starts off by asking, why have you not gone out into the land? Why have you not taken possession of it? Because after all, some of the tribes have already been given their allotment, and they are already beginning the process of settling. But there's seven tribes who haven't been given their allotment of land yet. They haven't been told where to go, and they're not necessarily taking the initiative and getting a hold of the land that they have been promised to be given by God. So Joshua asked them, essentially, where is your initiative? Why are you just waiting around? Why haven't you gone in to take possession of the land? And it's a lack of initiative on the part of the people of Israel that prompts him to say this. Thought number two, cooperation. Joshua is going to utilize people from all of the tribes to figure out the best way to divide up the land. Because after all, these tribes, they're not all the same size. There's different numbers of people in all of the different tribes. Some are larger, some are smaller. And the land, you never know what you're going to be getting into. You're talking about a large territory where you're not exactly sure how the land lies and where all the water is and whether or not it's good land or bad land. And Joshua says, we're going to do some cooperating here 
And we're going to send out three people from every tribe to go into the land to scout it out and to sort of survey it. Not surveying for military efforts, but surveying for settling. And what all these men are supposed to do is go out there into the land and divide up the land into fair portions. And as they divide up the land into fair portions, and they're doing this cooperatively, so that way when they end up being granted a particular section of land, they want their tribe to have a fair share of the territory being divided up. So the people have to cooperate amongst each other in order to divide up the land in a manner that is going to be fair. Thought number three, casting lots. The way that Joshua ultimately is going to put the different tribes in the land is by the casting of lots. Meaning, as long as they cooperated well and divided up the land into fairly even portions, then when the lot falls to one tribe or the other, there won't be any reason for complaint. Because in the ancient world, people believed that the die would be cast, but the outcome belongs to the Lord because they believed in the providence of God being worked out in all things. So, if Joshua is going to take these portions of land and he's going to cast lots and decide who is going to go into which territory in that way, then all of the people would accept that, well, since the Lord is in charge of the outcome when lots are cast, then there's no reason to complain with the results. So ultimately, this is how Joshua divides up the land and assigns the different territories to the different tribes of Israel. He wants them to take some initiative in it. He sends them out to divide up the land, and then he casts lots to decide which tribe is going to go into which territory, ultimately trusting that God will place them precisely where he means to because he is ultimately in control of even the things that we would identify as random. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Joshua chapter 16 through 20. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.